1: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: An absolutely diabolical display from Mansfield Town leaves the Stags in hot water yet again. Mansfield Town nil at Leighton Orient 2 at the Call Stadium on this bank holiday Friday. Not the afternoon Mansfield planned or wanted two goals which were absolute gifts from Mansfield Town to Leyton Orient, almost like the Stags had gone, make yourselves at home, and Leyton Orient had gone, alright then, I'm going to knock in a through, through wall to the lounge, change the wallpaper, and maybe have a go on your partner. Absolutely shocking. I will try and get through this episode without swearing, although... It will be tough. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans, a.k.a. the Rantcast, a.k.a. the Cooldown Post-Match Reaction Show. Diabolical, shameful, horrendous, ridiculous Mansfield Town nil Leighton Orient, the luckiest of sods too. I hate football. I would allow and believe especially after witnessing that absolute diabolical 90 minutes from a pathetic whimpering weak Mansfield Town who should never perform like that again. That was arguably for me the worst performance of the season. No fight, no guile, no bottle, no idea, no absolutely nothing completely flat from minute 1. And to be honest Nathan Edge who joins me in Mansfield in his most team through having to deal with other, other bits and bobs but did sort of have it on in his ears. I th- I think I felt like that from the third minute when we gifted Leighton Orient a goal.
3: Yeah, um, I want to say disappointed. I don't know if that sums it up. Uh, Got to be up there with one of the worst performances of the season for me as well. I certainly agree with that. Um, gifting them two goals, you know, they, we didn't. We certainly did not make them work. And I'm starting to feel like you know we, we were speaking pre-match you know, on the on the Facebook exclusive uh, about you yeah. know no we'd have to hand in a couple more points here and there you know and we, we should be all right but are we are we being punished now for being or were we being too optimistic you know I thought that was re- realistic and you know just being a bit positive but actually uh, are, are we being taught a lesson on the maths for maths for being too positive which uh, you know um we don't you know sometimes people say we're too ne- negative or too pessimistic well I'm not so sure given what we've just been dealt today I'm sick of watching that, I'm not going to lie, i be bemused. The longer the game went on, we did not look like
2: scoring, we barely created any chances, we've got no idea whatsoever, and we make our odd throwing back, you know, like you say, we've had numerous opportunities week after week after week to get three points, and we've given it away by soft goal and ended up getting a point or whatever, and we just, we, we've been on the cusp of making ourselves safe. And yeah, you know, nothing has changed today at all because Southend haven't played. They play tomorrow. And even if it does, you know, they narrow the gap, gap slightly and whatever. And there's other teams that are worse than us. But actually, I think that on reflection, we are one of those bad teams because we just cannot buy anything to, to change a game. We cannot do anything to change a game. And I think what's going to frustrate me the most tonight, Nath, it will all hinge on my feeling going into Monday about what Nigel Clough says in his post-match press conference. You know, in previous weeks he's come out and said we've had a little bit of bad luck here, a little bit of bad luck there, we can't do this, we can't do that. I want people named and shamed today, I want people to uh, to be pinned up against a wall, I want them to take the blame for that because that was absolutely pathetic and th- do you know what, there was there was absolutely nothing which made me proud to be a Mansfield fan today. I just felt so
3: ashamed, so let down. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. Um there's a game I think it might have been Barrow where Nigel Clough did come out after the match and you know he did he did point fingers at, at certain players um and I think he did it a little bit at, at Tramier as well so you know, he, we know he can do that but I like say most often than not he do he does come out and say about the bad luck and I think there's an element of both in there you know we, we have had elements of, of games that's where it, we have had bad luck where we've created chances and 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 just not had that final finishing touch to put it in the back of the net and and we've sat here post-match and and said that and i mean we've taken some criticism from, from fans saying you know it's it's worse than back and you could today it's a really really off day that would be fine if we actually you know all those other games didn't throw those games away because we could have had more points on the on the on the board and you could accept having an off day and just said look obviously today we wasn't at the races you know we, we were massively off it even though we just had a break for the first time so you think that would have helped us clearly not uh and then we gave away two two basically gave them two goals which has obviously made it a lot worse but because we've thrown away so many points previously this makes this result 10 times worse because like we say we're, we're not safe yet and the severity of this defeat will be decided tomorrow um, mm. for me you know we said it pre-match. We don't. We're not going to really know the full effect of the of the game today. So, but I think or obviously if we if we got to win, we don't know how much of a bonus it'll be. But the fact that now we've we've now lost, Southend do win. It's down to six points, and that you know I know there's then only seven games left, but six points does not seem impossible to get dragged back and you know right down into that.
2: Yeah, and and on the way we performed today, if we did get dragged back, we had absolutely nothing today. Even if Nigel Clough turns around and says that we were unlucky today, I'm not going to buy that at all because we weren't. The only look we made today was bad luck for ourselves and that's, an, that's, a, that's a definite, we we are, prof- that is a bunch of professional footballers who should not be making those simple errors. The back pass from Kel Gordon uh, in the first half, three minutes in, it's weak, it's under hit, Stone makes a, a tremendous save uh, to put it out from a corner, but we don't deal with the resulting corner, we're too busy playing the ba- blame game, we've got concrete boots, we're not watching the runners, we're not picking everybody up, we're not doing the jobs. And then Jamie Reid. Oh, I, I really, really want to swear I'm really not. I'm really trying hard not to. But what on earth was he absolutely frigging thinking? You know, he's got Kel Gordon there. Just lay it off to him and let him twat it down the other end of the field. Why are you playing a back pass to Aidan Stone there? You're putting him under pressure. He, you know, he'll be getting slagged off on social media, left, right, and centre for that. He does what he needs to do. He comes out and tries to close the angle, but he, Jamie Reid's made it impossible for him because he's he's essentially made a beautiful assist. And then at the other end, we've got about as much fight... Well, we, as, we, we've we got no fight. We, we're so limp. We're so poor. You know, we, there's absolutely no structure. There. I'm trying to think of a, a brilliant Craig... Um, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Oh, you, oh, what is it? It's gone off my head. Gone <laughs> of my head. A comparison. <laughs> another, what yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of one of them to to re- I, You know, analogy. That's it. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of a ridiculous analogy to yeah. it, to something. But I, oh no, that's the, not the, the, pr- one of those. the performance was that ridiculous. I can't even do that. Let's delve into some of the comments and let, let's you air your frustrations because I think if I air anymore, I think I might punch the screen uh, and I can't afford to replace it. Um, Steve says worst display of the season. We need a goalkeeper to move forwards. Just hope we points um, to be safe and this is not good enough, Stuart. Just not sure when or where our next points may come from after that display. Uh, not one of them players fit to wear the shirt, says, says Paul. Disgusting display. Excuse me. Uh, Gary says, Orient see, have seen how poor we are. So Preston created two goals from absolutely nothing. Yet again, mistakes cost us. You Can hear the manager already. Difficult to defend that today. Uh, Glynn says, Genuinely uh, upset by the fans... Um, uh, Genuinely upset by this fan, the fans that care, the players and staff don't. I love him, but I think Nigel should be questioning himself after this week, having a week off, not even mentioning uh, Jamie Reid, who wouldn't be any good in a normal job, let alone this one. Um, Wayne says, This team is a joke sometimes, and for me, it's... Not a big clear out this summer. It's massive. And it makes you wonder if the players know whether whether they'll be here next season or not. Because that was absolutely pathetic. Uh, No passion, no desire. Simply not good. Next game we could be in trouble, says Stuart. Absolutely shocking. Toby, absolutely pathetic. These players are the worst we've had for years. If Reedy's is here next season, we have no ambition. Stuart, No nothing. Um... Find them all darren useless reed and gordon need to do one even the commentators sacked it off earlier the commentary did seem to disappear Quite early, um, I was quite
3: grateful.
2: <laughs> yeah, <me laughs> I'd too. had enough. Me too. I'd actually uh, start. I think I, I was up ready to just pull the plug on the laptop. Uh, Stuart, they should be on FM Crouch for that. Uh, Reed get to out. Mark. Absolutely awful, Steve. It was so bad, it was laughable. Thanks, Stakes for spoiling another weekend. Stuart, why the hell does Reed keep getting started? Unbelievable. I well, I'll answer that for you. We've got no other options. Uh, Martin says one win in 15 sums it up. We are a rele- in a relegation battle. To think either Clounty or Spire Shites could replace us in the Football League is sickening. Uh, Reid uh, is a waste of a shirt. I'd, sp- sponsor, uh, I'd seen her play 4 5 1, but to rub salt in the wounds, cook bags too, says Glenn. Um, Toby says he needs to come out and say we played sh1t can't keep sticking up for them Roger's still comfortable with the gap but i'm not surprised with the result the only saving grace is the bottom two will not win much more see i, I have to disagree with that Nathan. i think south end have got it got it within them to uh, to find a bit of a battle and i think grimsby have too I, I don't think we can i think like you said earlier what will define it is the, the result tomorrow as they take yeah. on carlisle um you know carlisle in free four they're struggling there they've pretty much need a win tomorrow to have any hope of uh, a late playoff surge south end will be looking to win to capitalize on that today because if you have a look at um the results in and around us today grimsby have drawn colchester have drawn they've dropped down to 22nd now barrow have won to lift themselves up warsaw have drawn uh us and oldham have lost scunthorpe have drawn so it's there for south end to take and i think you know like we say like you said they win tomorrow, that gap becomes six points, and we are nowhere near safe. We needed to get at least a point today to put the pressure back on them. What we've done is actually said, along because of other results as well, is we've given them one hell of an opportunity. They'll be going into real really.
3: Yeah, um, that's the thing. I mean, we, like I said, we were saying this pre-match. Um, we're not going to really know the full extent of uh, you know the situation until tomorrow, unfortunately, which is which is a bit annoying for us uh, as, as fans trying to mm. sort of really gauge how how we truly feel, but. You know if, if Southend do go and lose tomorrow which, which obviously we all, all hope they hope they will um, and hopefully Rodgers, and they haven't got enough in them to to get out of it but'll they, they will be sitting there you know now and their, their team talks made for them now tomorrow you know before the match all those teams have you know there's a lot of teams there that apart from Barrow have have dropped points so they'll be looking at now what an incentive for them to go, go and get three points and close that gap you know, I'm not just say, I'm not just saying necessarily our result. It's the fact that you've got the fact you know of Colchester slipping up, um, Warsaw slipping up, and you know and teams around that. So it's an incentive for them to go out and and go up against a side in in Carlisle who are very certainly hit and miss at the moment. So I want to be positive and I want to say we are still going to be all right and. You know, that's another game down so I until tomorrow we don't know how bad this result is.
2: Yeah and I think the the fact that we're going to be dwelling on I, I don't think it's necessarily the result either because you know you would expect a, a, a playoff chasing side like Orient to, to come out and give a game but it's the fact we've made, so they've literally yeah. not got out of first gear today that's the fact. No. We've we've not we even been in it. We haven't made them do much. Now, no. Like their 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 manager will be coming off you know I've been running around for 60 minutes and and be like that were easy, weren't it? Literally, we've, we've gifted them two goals. They've not, for money, they really create many opportunities of their own. Two yeah,
3: they knew they didn't have to. I think that's yeah, the problem. Exactly. They didn't really have to, have to go at it. Uh, you know, like I say, gear one, gear two, they didn't have to go into to those top gears, and in some ways, they're probably thinking, you know, that was a good little run-out, good three points, perfect for them going into into Monday. Now, you know, they'll be they'll be fresh. <laughs> they'll, have to, they'll have to break a sweat for, for most of the match today, so yeah you know, as much as uh, you know we can say yes they are uh, you know playoff chasing mm. etc so they, they you would expect them to come and win we could have at least made it hard for them at least make them come and, and work for that uh that result you know you think of um you know you think of cambridge for example we we made them work you yeah. know, that that game we played pretty well and i know they end up going to am i thinking cambridge 3-0 yeah mm. um you know, they end up winning the game 3-0 but we all came away thinking you know what Apart from that sort of 10 15 minutes we would we were, we were the better side. We, we played some really good stuff we created. Uh, we had we had energy in the team and you know we, we kind of say if we just got a few key players back we'd, we, we'd be all right. but today was the absolute opposite performance. we We were very slow on the ball. Um, you know we we were going backwards a lot we, we didn't seem to have the energy. We weren't brave enough. we weren't creative enough. there's just so many things wrong. And then just tip it off, to, to top it all off, as, as Mansfield do, forget about what we did on the ball and going forward. You know, we, we make individual silly mistakes, but it just gives them the goals, and that's all they needed to do. Two
2: facts today. If we put in a performance but lose 2-0 and, and we make them have to work for it, you know they have to create chances and they have to defend and, 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 put, in, and put in the effort for it, and, and they play well and we play well. You know it's it's not necessarily a bad result because the performance has been there and we've shown that we've gone toast to but uh basically what we've done is you know you i mean you've got a dog you've got numerous dogs you know you run a, a dog business for a start you know sometimes little when you shout them and they don't come go a little bit closer to them and, and you know to try and get them near you or to get them on a lead or whatever or to try and get them to, to behave sometimes they'll sort of have a little look in their eye and they'll roll over onto the back, put the paws in the air in the air, and then they'll give you that little look and then all of a sudden you're tickling the belly. And do you know what? That's what we've done today. We've 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 lied on our back and let the, sat <laughs> and we've let them tickle our belly. That's not it that's not good enough. We should be barking, we should be gnarling at them. The second point I can't even remember. Cause I've gone on a sidetrack <laughs> run. I
3: can't remember it. I can't even remember what I was Can gonna we say. Have- you know, we've got the uh, the sacred, yeah, the, the 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 very sacred popular bell for our for our <laughs> buzzwords. Can we have a, a a Craig analogy siren? You know, <laughs> when it's when it's coming, just to warn us. Yeah, you know, a bit like Lincoln, get a get a corner kick. Yeah, Can we have a Craig analogy siren. But you
2: see, I don't know. I don't know the arc That's 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 the thing. I don't
3: know the arc That's that's the. Oh, that's, that's it's like a, an earthquake before any uh, any any of the the researcher was out to actually detect these. That's what it's like. I can't, it
2: just comes with all
3: its destruction.
2: And am just what I'm more frustrated is I can't remember my second point. I know it was a good one as well, uh, but yeah, that's oh, it's so frustrating. Let's go back to some of the comments. It might come back into me. Uh, Michael says, "Diabolical doesn't cover it for me. Clueless, no quality, no heart comes to mind." Wayne, why do we uh we do? We do have to panic because this team is the worst for some time and I've not seen a team with nothing up top and crap out for a while. Very depressed. realise we are in a dogfight and start fighting for each other then we are in big trouble. Uh, Daz says, I trust Nigel Clough but I'm doubting the decision to let Cook go out on loan. He's so much better than what we have and we can't hit a barn door uh, at the minute. Yeah, uh, we talk about it pretty much every week in terms, of, uh, in, in terms of Andy Cook. We all said it at the time. Um, very frustrating. When well, he scored two for Bradford today, um, and got you know got them a, a good win, helped them on the way to a good win, four one over Forest Green. We, I felt that we needed them around. We all felt that we needed them around. But the, the whole wages thing, I understood the logic behind it. But we've just been hit by seemingly a, a curse to to not go and get what we needed to what we needed to get, which is very very uh, frustrating. Um, you
3: know, what, if, if if you uh, I, I reckon if if you asked, yeah yeah they would yeah. both turn around and say yeah I think they would say, given what's happened, obviously with with injuries and not getting their targets and this that, and the other, I think they would honestly turn around and say say yeah we we do we would have been better with him in the building, yeah,
2: absolutely it's it but hindsight is a bloody, wonderful thing, isn't it? It really is, but absolutely we just can't we can't keep dwelling on that we've got what it is for me it frustrates me the most and again, some may agree, some may disagree, but When Oli Sarkic showed signs of injury early doors the first time around, and we knew that, or the the management knew that, Nathan Kane, the young striker, um, was injured as well. At that point, Conference North and South had been stopped. And we couldn't get Jimmy Knowles back from Knox County because I think that would have obviously been an option taken had we been able to do that. Um, For me, it was a good opportunity to go and take... Uh, a young, hungry player who was playing at Conference North South level that might have got maybe five or six, maybe even ten goals. This season. take a look at them to the end, uh, the end of the season, and and take a punt or get a free agent. The fact that we've not made any moves in there whatsoever to do that is 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 very very frustrating. And to add that to that as well, you know we've brought in Jake Wright, we brought in Keaton Ward, we brought in the young uh, left back Jaden Charles, is it who doors game. So we are putting players in, but the only position we're not bringing players into is the only position swearing warning that we fucking need it's madness <laughs> it is absolutely madness and i can't get my head around the logic there will be strikers out there that are out of contract whether they're unfit or not it doesn't matter, and they can come on for five ten minutes between us losing that game pathetically two 0 and us maybe having a bit of fight towards the end of it to maybe make it two one or even two all but what do we do Oh, no, we'll, we'll be all right. What we'll do is we'll just put a fucking centre half up front. There's no logic to <laughs> it at all.
3: There's, um... It's, I mean, there, there certainly is a striker, isn't you, You've got to think there are surely some options out there, or or there were. Um, they, they, we are... I, I think part of the problem is the position that we we ended up in at the end of January. And, you know, it sounds, sounds crazy, but... We were we were mid table then, and and some things like uh, you you wasn't. Yes, we, we, we know that. No, I um, wasn't. But... And look where we are now, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah.
2: And this who got slagged what, yeah. off for uh, that? Yeah, this guy here. <laughs> this guy here. <laughs> Do you mean?
3: So so <laughs> yeah. We, but the problem is, I think we we took that gamble, didn't we? I think we took that gamble. That oh, now who's looking? Now who's using the gam-
2: Now who's using the gambling <laughs> analogy? Yeah, when I did it in the pre-match show, it wasn't good, was it? But now who's using it? I'm
3: not talking about bloody roulette and red and black and <laughs> with pounds and hundred pounds in the bank. Honestly, if you listen to the audio and you didn't join that uh, pre-match Facebook exclusive exclusive, go back and watch it. It's on the Facebook it. page. It. Yeah, it's go and watch it if you want to be very confused. But um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we, we took that gamble. Yeah, we we played that pound and put in another fifty pound that we didn't need to. Oh, um, well, and now you're using the same analogy. It was a sarcastic <laughs> one, but unfortunately, that is, it's backfired, hasn't it? That's that's the truth of the matter is it's backfired. I'm um, I'm still holding on to every grip of hope that I can that we've still got enough in in within within us to just you know to stay up. But at the moment, it's looked like we might stay up by the the skin of our teeth. And we, and we don't want that. You know, we, we want to just get just two more wins. I think that's two more wins and we're, and we're safe. But if they're going to go out there and, and turn up in that fashion, in some ways it was like, they already thought we were safe. It's like the you know, the job was done and we could just turn up and, you know, not put in 50% effort, hope that we come away with us you know, well, That's not going to happen. Is it? No chance. So they've got to go out there and, and get some wins. And, and like, like some people said in the comments, like you said earlier, i do hope that on this occasion i don't always think it's the best option for, for managers but i do hope on this occasion he comes out and if any any really out some of those players today because i think i think they deserve i think they deserve a bit of a, a rocket up the backside, and going on to you know talk about how we might be able to change it for me four three two one change it put lauren lapsley in behind jordan barry yep. reed for me has been absolutely off it for, for a long time now you know I, I, I think as a, you know, as a podcast, we've been quite fair in in Jamie Reid, you know, mm. um, and yeah, you know, we've obviously had everyone else's views, but I think for ourselves, we've given him the benefit of the doubt. First season, in you know, in the football league, but he's had a lot of had probably two games where you could say a really good game where he managed to get a goal, but that's it. And and he's since then been going downhill, and then obviously now he's gone and. <laughs> Yes, committed a mistake. That so has probably the other 10 players out there at some point in this season. But he doesn't seem to be getting any better. And I just think he needs a bit of time out because his confidence is low. Let's try something different. I think we have to.
2: Yeah, we really, really need to. I completely agree with dropping him. I want to see five changes Monday. I don't want to be sitting here in the pre-match uh, Facebook exclusive and going, Mansfield have made one change. I want, to see, I want to see wholesale changes. I want to see changes at the back. I want to see changes in midfield. I want to see changes up, up top. We cannot go with Reed and Bowery because it's not working. There's no legs. There's no energy. There's no effort. It's it, it, it's poor. They're, they're almost robbing a living in, in some respects. Um, but, you know, our strongest area is our midfield. And unfortunately, it didn't work today. And I think that some. In some ways, goes down to the formation. Lapsley tried his best, but he looked a little bit lost in it on the right-hand side of a diamond. Let's go and play. You know, we haven't got the the players to, to go with a four-three-three. So, like Nathan says, let's maybe compact that midfield a little bit. Go, you know, maybe four four-two-three-one or or thro- four-three. Uh, Two, yeah, four, two, three, one, or four, four, three, two, or whatever. Four, five, one. Four, five, four, one. Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just use that midfield. You know, you've got um, you've got Maris in there who will run. You've got Ollie Clark who's coming back. Glapsley's coming back. Um, you've got Stephen Quinn in there that'll put some energy in. Tyree Sinclair to a degree will obviously always run around and given give the opportunity we'll will show what he can do. Keaton Ward as well. There are a number of players that can compact it and make an impact and if we can do that and just put, you know, a sole striker up there with support from, like you said, maybe Law and, and Lapsley in behind, then I think we we yeah. might be onto something. We've got to try something, we've got to roll the dice and, and see um well. And see what comes up. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Uh, Chris says, too angry to post. Ethan says, even the commentators were huffing and puffing. Enough said. Uh, Glenn says, just get Reed out of the formation. Uh, Laura, why we loaned Cook out? Um, I'll never know how Reed is any better. And Martin says, whoever made the decision to loan out both centre forwards needs to take a look in the mirror because Reed isn't Sunday league class. Uh, Craig says, it's not the result that bothers me so much. It's the performance and commitment of every player on the pitch. Um, Simon says just got to hope so. um, uh, Denny says Craig you should have a black hanky on your head whilst you're on air today uh, Clive says it's no good fans getting marty. Clough has got these players until the end of the season uh, and we need a bit of luck yeah we do need a bit of luck but I, I, I think we need I think we're, we're well within our rights to be frustrated today because we've got players out there who are representing us who just didn't have the commitment for the shirt today we could have gone out and picked 11 fans to to uh, and played better than that today Nath I, I just well, it, it shows that, put more effort in it. Yeah, <laughs> for me the lack of effort shows I a disrespect to your employer I think you've just got to you've got to work hard whether you've, you're you tired or lethargic or you've had an injury or whatever I don't care just put your effort just show that extra bit of effort yeah, we are heaven. fully entirely pissed in off at fairness, that in all
3: fairness this hasn't I don't think they've, they've done that that many times this season as in we can. i think a lot of the times throughout the season you can at least say they worked hard they tried mm. you know and we just had out the qualities or we've made mistakes bad decisions or bad luck and we have said that for a lot of games but this for me for whatever reason i've you know obviously i don't know the reason but that for some reason the effort wasn't there today it, it was very lacklustre, very sort of um tiresome poor like i say low on energy and I I think that's where most of the frustrating most 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 of the frustration is, is from by the fans. And yeah, you know, the the comment that comment is, is a good comment. We do need some good luck, but you sometimes create your own luck. And if you're not gonna be putting that effort and, and getting it into good areas and doing the basics as well, you're never gonna you know, what's what's your good luck gonna be? I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna be as lucky as to get one of their strikers to go and put a through ball for one of our strikers, uh yeah, we're going into the
2: game. Yeah, are you ready for <laughs> the? Does that are you me. ready? Are you ready for an analogy, Claxon? I, I mean, I don't. Uh, are you ready for an analogy? I right. I mean, at least we had a warning. So. Absolutely right. This situation, like you were saying about good luck and hard work, boils down to this: you've got two guys, both have got one pound each. One guy decides to go and put a pound on the lottery, okay, and then he just sits back, puts his feet up, as a fag has a coffee, has a couple of beers and just does nothing and waits for the results. Starts a business with one pound, works hard twenty four seven, grafts, puts in the hours, puts in the effort, puts in the commitment. Which one do you think which one do you think's more likely to become the millionaire to be successful? The man who's worked hard. You cannot there's no givens in in, in life if you put a pound well, on the okay. if if you put a lottery if you put a pound on the lottery and, it, and and your numbers come up then you are one of the most luckiest people but with your million to the guy's million pounds which is which is earned and grafted for you won't enjoy it as much as him because hard work reaps rewards and that's the bare minimum we expect from anybody who wears a mansfield town shirt and this is not a a thing of you've played poorly so you need to to do one you weren't good enough today, I don't want you in my side. It's not about that at all. It's about doing the bare minimum of hard work, putting the graft in and trying not to make mistakes. Because if we do that today, the simple, plain fact of the matter is we don't concede two ridiculous goals which put us potentially back in the
3: SH1T. How's that for an analogy Have that? Yeah, that, actually, that, that was much better. That one actually made sense. <laughs> you could follow that one. well done yeah I like that one. Um, but yeah it's like I say you, you, you do make your own look and, and one the, oh, I can't, I guess, sorry about you know, not getting names who said the comments, but somebody did say earlier in the comments uh, it's not the result that's a problem. this you know it's, it's the it's the performance. you know we we're, we're used to losing. we're used to giving away goals. That's, nothing's new in that area. I think what's frustrating everyone the most today is how poor we actually were. That's the frustration.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be honest, I don't think a lot of people are liking me right now with the analogies and, and with my rants. Maybe I'm maybe maybe I'm just venting today. I don't know. But uh, Clive says, don't underestimate how well Orient closed us down. Yeah, I, I, I certainly don't. I, that's something which we've not touched upon, which we probably should have done. Maybe frustration sort of took over that they did close us down very very well and did clearly did research on it but as the game went on they didn't need to because we made it easy for them but yeah there's, there's certainly an element of that uh, in there I, I apparently should have all should also get rid of my analogy book I think I might write a book in the summer, and you, and I, Clive, I'll give you the first copy of it. I'll even sign it for you as well. Uh, Denny says, Craig, a black hanky means death penalty. That refers to his earlier comment of, uh, I should have a black hanky on my head today, so it looks like I'm dishing out death penalties. I'm not, I'm just very frustrated and let down by the way we've performed, because if we'd have got a, a, a good point today... Uh, at the bare minimum, it would have meant that South then needed to get three more. The reality of the situation is they win tomorrow and we're we're really backing it. We are really backing it because of the way we're playing and the, the lack of depth um, and, and power we've got. Uh, Mark says, I think Reed knows he's off. Richard says, a bloody disqu- disgrace. Switched off with five minutes to go and went into the garden. Absolutely awful and deserve all they, the SH1T they're going to get thrown at them. Uh, and Andy says, the squad has a lack of physicality. They don't win the right to play, lose too many battles and can't perform under pressure from their opponent. Yeah, they, there's definitely a degree in that at all. Uh, the fact is, though, Nathan, I think this might play into our hands a little bit. You know, you've got to dust ourselves down very, very quickly and we go again. Exeter on, on Monday. tough play to visit, um, obviously they lost today by a goal to nil so they're just a point outside uh, the playoffs. still they'll want to, to jump into that playoff off space um, on Monday, we've got to go there and get at least a point and, and maybe even three depending on the result um, tomorrow for South and they, again they play on Tuesday so there's a bit of a backlog there but the yep. bare minimum is just a better performance and an, almost an apology
3: Yeah, I mean it's uh like I say We'll we we'll really be able to assess the actual severity of today's result tomorrow. We'll get a good idea from from that. But going into you know into into Monday now, it is a matter of let's hope this you know as as frustrated we all as we all are now. Let's hope this is a, a kick up the backside for 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 a lot of the players. And you know, even if Southend win, maybe that's again something that the players need because maybe they need something a bit more to play for to to wake yeah you know, a bit of a wake up call to think actually you know at this rate we we could get dragged into it yeah you know, we talk about big changes in the, in the summer mostly if players are on two year contracts doesn't mean they're going to get the guarantee to leave mm. they're not going to want to play in the, in the conference next season are they so you know hopefully um you know Nadirkov's gone into that dressing room had a really big you know really good word with them all I'm sure a lot of them you know they they I'm sure surely they've come off the, the field also knowing that that wasn't acceptable today and they will go into uh, into into Monday and, and want to put it right and we see a different Mansfield and and this is the point again like I said a bit earlier this for me it's not like we've been like this every game you know a lot of games although we've had the mistakes and although we've thrown games away we have still come out and said you know you can see the positives you see we're trying the right things you can see we're creating we're just not pointing the back of the net and we're making an individual mistakes so the positive is that this doesn't happen every mm-hmm. week let's just hope it is a, a one-off because we know some of those players out there you know, have got ability in them. So it's, like I say, hoping we can turn it around and and put in that performance on on Monday. And let's just get some of those points on the board now and and just settle that things down again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to come on to that point uh, in uh, a minute or two. First, though, let's have a little scoot around Skybet League 2 this afternoon and see the results elsewhere. Don't bother sending in your Man of the Match votes because, Yeah. (laughs) Mansfield Town nil, Leighton Orient 2 then this afternoon at the One Course Stadium on Good Friday of Good Friday It Was Not. Elsewhere in Sky Bet League 2, Barrow 2, Newport County 1, Bolton 0, Colchester United 0, Bradford 4, Forest Green 1, Cambridge United 2, Morecambe 1, Cheltenham 4, Tranmere 0, Sky Sports I bet they're buzzing that they managed to pick that for their game this afternoon. Oldham were beaten 1-0 at home to Stevenage, while Port Vale were 1-0 winners at home over Extra, of course, where the Stags go on Easter Monday. Salford one, Grimsby one, Scunthorpe United nil, Crawley nil, and Warsaw nil, Harrogate nil, the scores from Skybet League 2 this afternoon. Of course, two teams not in action today, Southend and Carlisle, they meet tomorrow at South ends. One o'clock kickoff for that, so something to keep your eye out for. League table as it stands, Cambridge United are back top after their 2-1 win today. They're two points clear over second-place Cheltenham, who were 4-0 winners today. Bolton now into the automatic promotion places with a 0-0 draw on 64 points. It's then Tranmere, Forest Green, Morecambe and Newport, who, of course, the Stags play a week today. Exeter, who the Stags play on Monday place outside of the playoffs and a point two. Down at the bottom, here's how it looks then. Stags in 19th on 44 points. Warsaw in 20th on 42. Then it's Barrow, the only team at the bottom to win today, who have moved up to 41 points and a place to 21st. Colchester just above the drop zone now on 40 points in 22nd on a minus 17 goal difference. And then it's level on goal difference between Southend and Grimsby in the bottom two. Two points separate them too. Southend on 35, Grimsby on 33. Lots more football, of course, still to be played. The Segs have seven games left in the Skybet League 2 campaign. A trip to Exeter on Monday. Then it's Newport at home on Friday the 10th, a 6 o'clock kick-off. Saturday the 17th, a trip to Stevenage. Then on Tuesday the 20th, it's a game against Scunthorpe United at the call Stadium. A trip to Salford follows on Saturday the 24th and then into May we go. Saturday the 1st, Oldham Athletic at home and then the final day of the season, the 8th of May, Port Vale away. Where we may or may not be joined by Nathan, depending on the states of his arrival. Due soon, baby edge on the way. Thanks very much for your comments. Keep them coming in. We're going to touch upon a sensitive subject in just a second, so this is a little bit of warning on that. All chat about Stag today is now over. Mansfield Town nil, Leighton Orient 2, a trip to Exeter on Monday awaits. The one thing which I like about this podcast, Nath, is the fact that we are able to come on after a game and share our thoughts and share our feelings and have a bit of a discussion. Sometimes a laugh, sometimes a rant, depending on how results go, but sometimes I have to admit that I get a little bit frustrated with myself. Football's an emotionally drawn game, and a lot of the time when players perform badly, they come in for criticism and uh, get slagged off. And I think sometimes there's a degree of it which is alright because it's part and parcel of football and footballers will know that but there are there are other times where attacks become more personal and one thing that I never want from this podcast is it to seem like that's coming across does that make sense? I, I don't want it to seem yeah. like it's a, a personal attack thing Um, the reason I say it is footballers are human beings and sometimes that Criticism that um, the way they spoke to, the way they're interacted with on social media, um, can can play a, put a real weight on their mind, and you have to wonder sometimes: is it is it worth it, and um, is it worth the the whole thing around it? Um, one thing for me was uh, you know yesterday for those who missed it. And I'm not saying that these two are linked at all. It's just a a discussion point to be had. Football lost a fantastic person in former Mansfield defender and captain Lee Collins. And there are a lot of ex-pros on Twitter now and on social media that are talking about um, the effects which things which fans say and and personal attacks and keyboard comments have on on a person's state. We obviously don't know the cause of, of Lee's death and we... We send our deepest condolences to his, his friends and his family, but it's it certainly made me think. Nate, sometimes is it some? Do we go too far? Do do we as supporters, like for example, certain comments, like for example, such and such shouldn't be playing up front for us. He should be playing for our Aldi Sunday team or whatever. Is is that too far? Where do you draw draw the line? Is, it's a very frustrating one to have, and sometimes I think you just gotta take a step back and say, "It's just a fucking game."
3: Yeah, um, it is a difficult one because, like I say, a lot of people do say that. Obviously, football is technically an entertainment business. You know, when you actually look at it uh, as what it is, that's 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 what technically it is. But obviously, to the fans it is more because it's it's certainly in this country anyway we, we we follow football as a it's not even a hobby some people it's 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 a life you know um you're home and away it's your town it's you, you know where you were born born and bred so you're gonna have that emotional attachment to it and so you know, part of why we do this show you know it's end of the game people it's what happens in the, the game everyone gets a whether it's frustrations out because you're lost, or you know you're, you're buzzing and you're, you you want to share the joy with with people, so it, it swings and roundabouts and it all obviously depends on what happens on a on a game. But I think it I think we are all a bit guilty at times forgetting about actually you know there's people on the pitch, you know they although it is a it is a job for them, it's also and, and you could say that they're very lucky to to be doing a job that. A lot of people will be so grateful to have that if they've got the ability, you know. It's, it's, for some people say it's a hobby, you know, you love playing football, but it doesn't mean they're immune to the criticism and, and the negativity out there. Um, so I think it's sometimes you have your frustrations, you 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 you, you may air them. People have a, a freedom of speech, etc. But I think there's a there's a there's a, a limit to to what you say, and 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 certainly. For me, I you know, I don't think it ever should be directed at the player. So, you know, you sometimes, you know, I've seen it on, on Twitter, uh, for example, uh, af- after games where people have actually been tagging the, the the player in the tweet and things like that. So, you know, that's going to guarantee that they're going to see it. You know, the players don't listen to, well, probably don't listen to this podcast, which, uh, and, and certainly not after bad results because they probably know what's coming from fans. That's what, it, what happens across the country. But making sure they see it that for me is certainly crossing, crossing the line. And obviously, obviously, as, as you said earlier, you know, we're not. This isn't. You know, we're not assuming that's anything linked with, with obviously what's you know tragically happened with, with Lee. Uh, you know, although it has been been rumored, but these things do have a, an impact on on people uh, across the country, whether it's football or, or elsewhere. And I think that's where the you know I think people have to sometimes sit back and think, just because you're behind a screen or behind a behind a keyboard doesn't mean those words don't affect others
2: Yeah, absolutely and I think you know it, it's a very it's a, it's an interesting one to ponder and all the way through that podcast it was in my head of am I saying too much am I letting my emotions get too much of me am I am I is it the right thing to say is it the right place to say it and I want to say this if I, I know players do listen to this podcast I know that for a fact. So I can see the stats I can see sometimes I can see names of accounts who are listening to it so I just want to say this know that whatever is said from my perspective in this podcast and I'm sure I, I say the same for from, from Nathan as well is it's just from a perspective of we're supporters and, and we're just frustrated at a result we know it's just a game and sometimes you know the results performances can sway the, the way we're feeling but we know it's just a game and it's just a job and It is, there's a bigger wider world out there and if you need to talk to somebody, anybody, this goes for anybody, not just footballers, then talk. We've had a whole year and a bit now of lockdown and COVID and it's still going on. It's a horrible place to to be. If you're struggling, talk. The the most powerful words in the world, there's only three of them, are you okay? Ask that question. Start those conversations because you never know what you could be doing. You could be saving somebody's life. Let's talk briefly about Lee Collins. Obviously, um, passed away, sadly, yesterday, former Stag's captain. Um we're not going to speculate on 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 the reasons in for his death. Obviously, that's for a, a private family thing or, or whatever. Ex-footballers or whatever will talk and pay their respects as pretty much everyone has done. Highlighted by the fact that wherever he's been, he's been captain of a club. He was a tremendous player for, him, for us, Nath, wasn't he? A real captain at a time where we'd gone through a transition of our captain had become our assistant manager and then manager. We needed somebody to step up and lead that dressing room and Lee Collins did exactly that and he will be sorely,
3: sorely missed, not just at Mansfield, but uh, in the footballing world. Absolutely. Yeah, we we, um, yeah, we, we slightly touched on this pre-match, um, but you know, he's <laughs> 32 years old, yeah, that's no age in football, never mind, uh, you know, life after football, you know, so, so to, um, you know, to, to lose him. So, so young um, obviously would be absolutely heartbreaking for, for his his friends and family. Um, But yeah, I mean, his, his time at the club, I think it just goes to show there's, you know, (laughs) elsewhere as well as as, as Stags people that have worked with him, that have been close to him, whether it's Mm. been, you know, backroom staff, Fellow professional players, uh, you know, basically anybody involved with the club that have come into contact with him, not just on the pitch. I've even seen it from from opponents, uh, you know, opposition players. They've all said, you know, as, as as a true professional on the pitch, but actually off the pitch, also a real genuine nice guy as well. So, you know, it's uh, it's it's an, again, it's, a, it's just another tragedy. Um, you know, and, and I think. We, as as football fans, will remember him fondly from his from his time, yeah, you know, at Mansfield. But yeah, you know, it's clearly from everything that's been said, his, his legacy will live in memory uh, wherever he's been, and that's that's credit to to him for you know everything he's done throughout his life. Absolutely, I think that's the best place to leave it as well. I'm not going
2: to play any outro music uh, today at all. Um, rest in peace, Lee. Uh, best wishes to his friends, his family during this difficult time, and. Uh, you know, we wish them all the very best. A disappointing defeat for the Stags today then, of course. Uh, we'll be back on Monday when the Stags take on Exeter. Join us for the pre-match stuff at 10 to, uh, 10 to 2 on our Facebook page. And then again, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle um, uh, for all the debate, the reaction, and much, much more in the post-match. Cool-down post-match reaction show. Mansfield Town nil, Leighton Orient 2. The score at the One Course Stadium today. But sometimes you have to remember this, that football's just a game and there's a bigger world out there. See you on Monday. Goodbye.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health,